Hello and thank you for listening to episode 107 of 60 Minutes with... I'm Dave and joining me again is Chris. Hello. Hello. You're, you're with me and it's not an entertainment show. I know. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> that must mean only one thing. It's It's got to be an interview show. Long overdue. It's been a while since we've done one of these, isn't it? It is together, yeah. It's definitely long overdue. Uh, and what better guest to have than a gaming guest, uh, a very famous gaming guest uh, to those maybe of a particular age, but hopefully for the for the youngsters out there as well. Once you hear the chat that we've got, you're going to be buying the stuff that he makes as well. We're going to be chatting to Kevin Toms, aren't we? Mm. A name I was familiar with uh, growing up, you know, and uh, you in particular, and uh, you played his game back in 1982. Oh, yeah. And in 2018, you're still playing his game, it... not the same game, but a brand new version of it. Oh, yeah. I'm so it's excited. Still got, got, <laughs> it's still got its hooks in you like it did back then. It has. It's crazy, isn't it? All these years later and and the same game, you know, like the new the newer version of it, it's just exactly the same effect as as the young the young younger firmer version of me all those years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's the the older saggier version. <laughs> That, that's now sat on the toilet yes, playing it. Addicted uh, to it completely. But you wouldn't have been able to Yes, you wouldn't have been able to do sat be sat on the toilet playing it in nineteen eighty two, I wouldn't imagine. No, and uh, dragging a big CRT TV and a spectrum into into the bathroom really wouldn't have worked that well. No, I can't but, imagine it that, that would have been dedication as a gamer back then. But that's the beauty of uh, technology today is um is that you have these devices which are much more powerful than the, the, the computers we had when we were kids. Um, and you can now sit on the toilet and play a game or, you know, play a game in bed or yeah. wherever, really. It's, it's incredible, isn't it? And, and it just goes to show the um, longevity and what a, a special game it, it was that Kevin created way back in 1982. That, um, as I said, in 2018, there is still a huge audience and, and appetite for it, isn't it, really? Oh, yeah, it's absolutely incredible. And say testament to the game. It's all about the gameplay, isn't it? You know, if you've got that at the core, it's it's timeless. Yeah. And, and uh, I am now the proud owner of uh, said game. And um, I, as I mentioned on the show, I, I'm not. Well, I don't know. Actually, I think this was on the uh, the bit after the show when we were t- talking mm-hmm. to Kevin that I'm not a massive football management simulation kind of person. I have to say, it's, I, I kind of I've, games like Football Manager nowadays, the modern version of Football Manager, shall we say, has been described as not a game but a spreadsheet, and so that just automatically puts me off. The fact that professional scouts from football teams around the globe use football manager the game as a tool to try and scout young talent to me that's that's a job you know what i mean that's not a game that's that's actually a job so uh to be told that this you know um that kevin's game is uh so simple in terms of being able to just get into it and enjoy it and not have to look at it as a job um that that I will give that a go for sure. You know what I mean? And uh, I am now the proud owner, as I said, of Kevin Tom's football star manager. And, 
Yes. Oh, and I'm looking forward to trying it out. And so it begins. You'll find yourself like me, mate. You'll be in the morning. You'll get up. You make a cup of tea, and I'm sat there and put the news on. You know, get get ready to go to work. Oh, I'll just have a quick game because you know the phone's next to me, and then well, yeah, I'll just have another game, and and then it's always leave it on a cliffhanger. I'm like a couple of games if you know, battling relegation or going for the cup or something. There's always something happening in the game that makes you want to have another <laughs> a couple of matches in it. It's yeah, it's great. So you'd better warn your wife, mate, that you're going to be taking lots of visits to the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> well, she already thinks I'm. Um... A huge, I was going to say a huge wanker, but <laughs> so she's going to think I'm doing something else. But I was like, no, no, look, I'm playing video games, honestly. Yes. I mean, she, th- I mean, she, she thinks I'm addicted to them already as it stands. Um, so it's not like I need another excuse to take <laughs> the toilet, uh, take the toilet, take the telephone to the toilet. Um, so yes, there we go. Mm-hmm. Right then, enough of us, because people are probably saying, come on, they want to hear Kevin. So. Let's let's put in the tape and load up the interview. Let's do it all school, shall we? And uh, yeah, let's have a chat with Kevin. Right, Kevin. First of all, thank you so much for joining me and Chris tonight. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, I've got to admit that if you take me back to 1982, as me playing football manager as a 17-year-old, the thought of talking to you. I would have. I it would just be unbelievable. I'm, you know, all these years later, I'm still very excited. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, yeah I'm still going. <laughs> Which is good. I mean, still we, around. <laughs> we've got a lot to talk about because um, I'm still playing your games now. And again, if you go back to 1982 and said that I'd be playing your games on my phone, would seem ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it's really uh, going well. Um, and it was uh, a, really a combination of things. I mean, I had the knowledge because I was still developing software and I was developing mobile applications and things like that. And then I put out the idea online, it just came to me. I just thought, well, why don't I rewrite the original game, but on mobile, it would be well suited to it because it's got really straightforward gameplay, but it would gain a lot of advantages being on mobiles and so i put a message out online but that was in 2015 and uh, uh got a, a positive response and uh, that led to it actually happening and uh, developed it over about a year and then since then uh, since i launched it um just over a year ago um i've been updating it as well because i basically put out the essentials of the game <coughs> excuse me um uh, as was done in the original, at least as a text game, uh, let's say no, no match highlights, uh, just like I did when I released it the first time on ZX81, and then I added the match highlights a few months ago, which have evolved even <laughs> since then quite a bit as well. And, um, and I certainly update it a lot uh, as well. And people are, are finding it as addictive as the original. The, Me too. The, yeah, this is the thing. There, are, there are disadvantages because it is so addictive that, and because it's on your phone, I do sort yeah. of find myself at night time in bed and think, "Oh, I'll just have a quick game of the," and then it turns into like a season, and then it's like more. And before you know it, hours have gone. So yeah, it, yeah. it, it is quite addictive. <laughs> Hence, it's I'm- very very accessible. But I mean, it, the the other thing is kind of better as well is that you you know you you can carry it with you, and you're not 
stuck at a computer you know yeah and it and it could be sort of downtime when you're waiting uh you can just play and because of the save game you can stop and carry on and it's very as you know it's very uh, straight easy to play uh while having enough depth to keep you uh keep you interested oh, yeah. uh, people play it on flights that's one thing that a few people have told me um because uh, a flight long flight like to japan or somewhere uh, they got eight hours to fly and um there's no wi-fi and the game doesn't need wi-fi mm-hmm. it doesn't need to be connected so it's it's popular as a flight game. <laughs> I should mention as well for people that, that don't know, we're talking obviously we're talking about the new version, which is Football Star Manager, which That's right. came from the original Football Manager all those years ago. Could could you yeah. tell everybody? I mean, first of all, how how did you get get into the, you know the programming and so on? What what was happening with you that you eventually got into that? In the first place, yeah, uh, yeah. When I first wrote it. Um, well, the, the interesting thing there, and I think that's where I'm, I'm different to quite a few of the other games developers who started at that time, the kind of the dawn of the computer games uh, industry. Um, I was already a professional programmer for a number of years, uh, and I was programming mainframes. So whereas other people got the ZX81 or whatever it was and Spectrum later and started learning how to program on it, um, I was already a programmer. I already knew what to do. And uh, I'd already had also been playing with the football management game for quite some time uh, in, as a board game and then started messing around on mainframes with it as well. Uh, and um, then, then got hold of home computers. So I was already in the profession, you might say, and already had a lot of interest in games design and had been developing different kinds of games for years um, and put the two together. So that was a bit different to the yeah. way other people were coming into it where they were learning programming, writing games. That is a really different way, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How did it sort of, looking back now at that time, I mean, you know, I'm 41, so I kind of grew up with um, a ZX Spectrum Plus 2, I think it was, and uh, that was my first home computer. And I have so many fond memories of, of the Spectrum. Um, but and looking back, I suppose at the time, you don't think oh, it was a magical time. But looking back now, did you realise kind of how amazing everything seemed to be? You know, these brand new games that were coming out and how, I don't know, how, how, was it exciting? Did it feel, how did, how did you feel with all this stuff happening around you and, you know, all these bedroom programmers and, you know, even yeah. though you'd already been in the sort of like the industry, how did it feel to you seeing it well, I was Yeah, well, I was in the industry, but professional programming, professional computer industry, you know, uh, that's not the games industry. So the games industry was something different. And um, yeah, it was a very, very uh, exciting and dynamic time. I feel uh, fortunate that I was there at that time and I came up with the, the, the football manager game at that time and, and to do that on home computers because it was so early. Um, mm-hmm to do that. And um, the thing that I often relate to people is that when I launched the original Football Manager, which was in January 1982, there were no shops. There were no retail outlets to sell a computer. Mm -hmm. The only way you could sell the game was by mail order, which meant it was like a hobbyist enthusiast uh, industry at that time. The only people, you know, like, like, like people have some obscure interest and they go, you know, and 
by by post and work on it. That was what computer games were at that time. Yeah. Uh, very rapidly it changed in that year. Um, you know, I can remember when the the first retail outlets, basically when we were with the ZX microfairs and we were at those fairs, microfairs, and the first retailers came up to me there and said, look, I've just started a shop to sell computer games. And, um, you know, I'd like, like to stock your product uh, in, in my shop. They were, they, were ju- they were people who had thought, well, this, this seems to be an interesting area. Let's, let's start a, a shop for it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I mean, it was, uh, and there was lots of other things associated with that, that it was a great time to be involved. The other, the other thing I think was characteristic of it, which was really good, was that everybody was learning as they go. And there were no established business people involved. Mm-hmm. Nearly everybody who was selling computer games was actually, were, were actually people who were, had written the games themselves and um, were learning how to run a business to sell the games. There was no corporates, uh, no corporates, no licenses, no license tie-ins, nothing like that. So it's very, uh, and and that also meant another thing that at that time, uh, nobody thought of saying, "Oh, well, I'll get the franchise for this big <laughs> movie, and make a game around it." All that people were thinking about was, "How can I make a game that's better than other ones that are around, or better than the last one I did?" Um, which meant that innovation and innovation on ideas was really good. And that returned a bit with mobile, which is one of the things that yeah. interested me as well, that, that you know, people could independently come up with a good idea yeah. and go for it. I think that's the, the thing is, like you said, the, 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 I mean, the games industry now is such a massive machine and so corporate, you know, with massive companies and millions of dollars worth of budgets and such a risk yeah. you know if the game doesn't sell as what is expected then it's a it's a huge risk for the companies isn't it and i think like you said the indie scene is so well it's thriving isn't it and it just reminds me so much of that that time um but just thinking about it, it must have been such an amazing buzz for you having a shop uh you know or a retailer coming to you and saying we want to stock your game i'll bet that yeah. was so, <laughs> so amazing yeah i mean because it's, it's funny because Every uh, every step like that um, was uh, you had to think how to, how do I do this? Um, for example, the, the the first direct selling to the public of the games rather than by post were at these uh, ZX microfairs, these little um, fairs, uh, you know, set up by uh, Mike Johnson, I think his name was in in London. Um, where people, we went with, we had a trestle table and we were just like a market stall, basically, selling. So immediately you have to think, okay, uh, well, we need to have stock of the games and we, we need to be able to display them. Well, we need to take the computer so we can show it playing and, and things like that. And uh, oh, no, we need to get down there. Uh, I couldn't even drive a car. Uh, no license. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there's all sorts of things like that. And then when it came to the shops, um, those first shops, I remember they, uh, I, I can't remember whether they said something or I said something. I think I came up with it myself. I decided that I would um, do some packaging where the game and instructions were in a polythene pack with a, a top to it to hang on. I think they said something. We'd like to have something we could hang on the racks if we could. Uh, and maybe they said that. And, and so I made a new packaging for that, which is, you'll, you'll not see it anywhere now because it was only sold in the, those individual retail outlets um, and that only lasted that way until the big chain stores stepped in which was in the autumn of 1982 
uh, when I got contacted by uh, WH Smith, as they were at the time, and said, basically, we'd like to stock your game. Will you come down to London and meet us? Um, which, again, was another, <laughs> oh, my God, what do I do now? You know, <laughs> what sort of discount are they going to want to have? You know, and, and to take advice. And, um, yeah, I went down. That was another new experience. And in that case, and this is why it changed at that point, they said, yeah, we like your game. We want to stock it. But we don't accept the inlays you've got, the, 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 the card inlays of the cassettes. Uh, they were two colors. They were printed black print on, um, I did, did mostly it was in, on, on red card. Uh, and later, or another one was done on blue card. I can't remember where the switch was, maybe ZX81 and Spectrum, I can't remember. Um, but uh, when it came to uh, Smith's, they said, no, we want uh, four, I think they said four color, uh, it was called at the time, which is full color, basically inlays so that that actually led that led to me um going to a printers in bletchley in milton Keynes, and talking to them about it and they had a, an artist there this has come up online recently an artist who i then described to him the the cover uh, illustration with the players uh, around the, the the fa cup <laughs> and he painted it and he painted two actually two different ones um and that became the, the, the cover, well, obviously, with the, the printed uh, rest of it, writing as well. And, the, and the, I learned about four-color printing, you know, <laughs> CMYK, however it is, I think. Yeah. And so, yes, every stage that was learning, you know, and then manufacturing the cassettes as well had to become, because I was doing it all myself at first. Yeah. I mean, that had to become professionally done. There was only one company at first that could actually successfully do it on the ZX81, I think, was cracked. it was cracked first. And there was only one company in the UK at first um, that could actually make the cassette successfully out of manuf you know, manufacturing because the, most of them were um, set up to do audio duplication and it doesn't work, didn't work with digital. Mm. So with the digital tool recording. So there's only one and eventually there were more people learned how to do it as well. <laughs> With all this going, so it's what it's like. yeah, but with with all of that going on, and it, like we said, it must have been so exciting as well. It must have been scary as hell for you, you know, with yeah. because everything, you know, it's the great unknown with everything yeah. that was going on. At, at what point did you think, oh, I could be onto something here with this? Uh, when W H Smith placed their order, that was the that was the big one then, yeah. Yes, uh, because. At the time, I was earning £8,000 a year. That was, you know, inflation, obviously. It's much more now, same thing, as a programmer. And their order was for £6,000 worth of goods. Wow. And, wow. Uh, so, and then there was a follow-up order. Uh, and and uh, so that was, that was the time, as I say, you know, say with the, that they were in one drop paying for most of what my salary was a year. Um, so, yeah, that was the time when I realized I had a, a business and I could go full time. I was still part time. I was still pro a programmer, a uh, professional programmer. Yeah. And this was my part time business at that, at uh, that time. Uh, but after the Smith's order, I, I was able to go full time not long after that. It's like a different world, isn't it? Looking back now, because I, I remember I bought the, the huge majority of my games, either from Smith's or from Woolworth's. And they, yeah. were the, they were the two places that I would buy them from, and yeah. it's, it's boots was the other one, and boots, yeah. of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. wow, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
totally different. And you mentioned the cover as well. And of course, I should say in this, you know, it's been a few years now uh, worldwide where beards have become a, a sign of a, a being a manly man. Um, you you beat everybody, Kevin, with, you know, having a famous beard, I've got to say. <laughs> That's right. Yes. Inadvertently. Uh, uh, you know, uh, that, that came about uh, also because of... Um, I think it was the ZX Micro Fairs. Was it there? I think it was certainly one of the fairs where I was um, talking to someone about the game. And, you know, they were asking me questions and I was explaining uh, things about the game. And um, they said, they suddenly realized in talking to me, they said, did, did you write it? And I said, yeah. I said, oh, wow. And then they got more excited about, you know, the fact that I wrote the game. And I, I started to realize that um, this had some kind of meaning in the same way as, you know, a musician with his work or a, a book author with his work. It's, you know, a, a style of design. Mm. And, you know, you could, I, I felt I could put, put my name to it. Also, you've got to be sure of your product to do that as well. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, that's really all it was. I just thought this, this should be like books and, and music. We should, you know, the author should be there. Mm. And, and I did it. And then, then the beard, which I had at the time, became something in itself and still is. Did you find that you got uh, noticed quite a lot um, following that in the Recognize. streets? Yeah, really? Wow. From time to time. Yeah, in odd places, uh, like, uh, you know, uh, on holiday in Italy and uh, uh, at a petrol station, <laughs> so things like that. But from time to time, yeah, it did happen. Because, <laughs> like you said, it used to happen quite a lot. You get to know who actually made the games. You know, like Archie McLean. You know, and put his names to the games. And you know, Matthew Smith. Uh, you knew, obviously, connected Jet, Jet Set Willie. And it doesn't yeah. seem to happen very often these days. I have to say, it's. Uh, you know, there's a few that come to you know spring to mind, um, but generally speaking, you, you'd get to know, well, you get to know you'd you'd know who'd made the game, and that would be a sign of well, that's going to be a good game because you know they made uh, Football good Manager, or, yeah, yeah, or you know, um, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I think there's I think there's two reasons why it doesn't happen so much, and I think it's a shame uh, because I think the, I don't think the games industry has adopted the same approach as. I say the music industry recognizing the, the creatives in the same way and I think that um, there's kind of a corporate negative about it to say well we don't want these guys to start getting important we've got to pay them more uh, that's one uh, and the other is if you where you've got the big AAA titles done by huge teams and millions of dollars it, it's kind of like such a big team I, it still could be you know still could be a leader but um it, it's not so much uh, individuals, and I think it comes back a bit more with the, the mobile-type games where it can be done by one person or a very small team. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's, that's part of it. But I don't think, you know, this, you know that some of the, um, the, the developers don't get, haven't got the recognition, I think, that they should have got yeah. uh, mm. or their creative work. So why Football Manager? Why, why was that the the first game oh i've been uh i had uh done board games and other games for years and i um i i'd done several iterations of that uh particular game as well and uh as a board game 
And there were things in particular about it that as a board game that I was never happy with, that I could never get quite right. And mostly it was to do with um, the fixtures, the league tables, um, things like that, which are hard to do in a board game Yeah. without, uh, without kind of uh, making a kind of mock-up idea. So the league table, oh, when you win by two or less, you go up one position. When you win by three or more, you go up two positions. It's not realistic. You know, you'd need to do it that simple way in order for people to be able to operate operate it as a board game, um, and the fixtures even worse because it's you know very hard to do that. And then uh, I was a programmer, as I say, and I started to recognise that uh, I thought, well, you know, computers could do this. Um, and it was really when uh, the first home computers came out that I thought, ah, you know, this is this is now a potential way I can I can do this game that I've always wanted to do, and. Um, it was a video genie, a TRS-80 clone was the first one, the uh, first home computer that I got it all working on. And then I quickly converted it to the ZX-81, which <laughs> was a very good move because <laughs> ZX-81 sales were 100 to 1 of the TRS-80. In fact, I only heard recently from someone who had the TRS-80 version. And I said to him, you realize that's really rare. I think there's only, <laughs> there's only three of them sold. And uh, he said, I've got to try and find it in my attic. I haven't heard back. Um, so whether he didn't find it, I don't know. Oh, no. <laughs> but, but, yeah, it is extremely rare in that I, I think I only sold three on the TRS-80 video gene. Um, whereas, of course, that meant I sold 300 in that first run with the ZX-81. And at that point, I uh, took the TRS-80 out of the advertising to decide it just wasn't worth worrying about. Yeah. Just focused on the ZX-81 after that. I mean, the thing I've always loved about the game is... It's the simplicity of it, but it's got so much depth as well. Yeah, which it's, yeah. it's that great balance between the two that just keeps you, you know, invested in it constantly. And it's one of those games as well because it, there's no, I mean, you can you set your own end game really. Am I going to play it until I win the cup or the the double or the treble or until I win this league? Um, so you, there's no complete. There's no completion, is there? So you know, you, you, you know, the longevity of it is just it's yeah. infinite, really. That's right. You can complete a season. Well, even on the new one, Football Star Manager, I, you know, I've got people who've paid very large numbers of seasons, like 200 seasons of that game. Uh, it's happening that way. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that, that's it. And that, the sort of things you're talking about, that kind of balance is something I do a lot of work on, and it isn't obvious you know, how it works. That's obviously my, my skill to do that. Yeah. And the subtlety aspect of it as well, whereby... What appears to be a fairly straightforward game can draw you in for such a long time. And it can't do that if it's really simple. Yeah. It has to have something more um, that's there in a subtle way. Uh, and, it, and it does. There's complexity, but it just isn't visible on the surface. Yeah. So that's part of how, how I do it. And I think I've reproduced that with the new one as well. Oh, definitely. And I know uh, with the new one as well, you were recently asking because... I think it's split a little bit. People want the classic football manager, ah, but then yeah. you've got the new ones. And I know you were asking online, uh, wanting I people's was. opinion of, because you've got yeah. ideas of what you'd like to add into it, but then would that take it too far away from the original that people wouldn't like it? I mean, that's got to be tough as well, because, and again, in this age with social media, you're going to get so many people expressing their opinions, which in one hand is good, 
But on the other hand, yeah. it's, a, again, a double-edged sword that they're going, well, I don't want this, I want that. And then you've got the other person saying, no, I don't want that, I want this. So, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, there are, I've got a bunch of requests from, from people of things they'd like me to add to the game, and they're in a list, and, and a couple of them I've done. Uh, for example, the, you know, the keeping the track of your... Um, your goal scorers, the list of them, and, and you know how many seasons they played, and things like that. They they were done in response to requests, yeah. and that wasn't in the original game. And the other uh, thing, as you know, is that I've been evolving the match highlights as well, and they're much more sophisticated than oh, the original. Definitely. Yeah, uh, and I think you know more fun as a result. But one or two people have actually said they would prefer <laughs> if it was just like it was on the <laughs> oh, no. 82 version, you know, which to me, you know, I mean, I can understand because it's all to do with, I mean, it's what, no question that with football star manager and doing this update, it has two aspects to it. It's a very playable game, very addictive, and it's very easy to play, which compares well with the other football manager games, which have become very complicated yeah and yeah lot, yeah people find a lot of work and so it fits into a different place of people where they just want something that's fun and they can play but still is football management which is that they want to do um and uh that that there's a that's that's part of it is that you know, the playability how good the game is itself as a, as a game but there's a second part that people are getting out of it which is why um all the people i'm kind of trying to contact to, to say hey i've done this it is that it's also nostalgic and people are because it's so similar to the original it has the same feel i mean it's me the same designer mm -hmm. and the same gameplay gameplay structure essentially that when they play it it reminds them of playing the original football manager and then that has the same feeling as if you know you listen to a song that you remember during that time oh, yeah. it reminds you of things so he says, oh, I remember I used to play some mates and women used to do this and used to do that, you know. And, you know, when I was a teenager, as you say, and or whatever. So both aspects are there. It, it, there's a, a pleasure in playing the game and a pleasure of what it reminds people of as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. I but, think it, it, sorry, go on. No, uh, but you're right that, that there is, uh, you know, I'm inventive and, uh, you know, there are things I want to do. And there is a kind of line being hit now. Um, where, I, yes, I've added a couple of nice features and I've made the match highlights much, much better. Um, but if I do more, it starts to become a different game and yeah. it doesn't connect in the same way. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's something I'm looking very closely at. And I did put out and say, give me your feedback online and got very good feedback, uh, which added to what I was already thinking. Um, but, yeah, it's a very uh, current issue, that. I think this is just what I was going to say is that um, just to sh demonstrate what a special game it is. I mean, it's fair to say, Dave, you, you've kind of fallen out of love with football in general, haven't you, over the last few years? Oh, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. With the amount of money that's getting thrown around with it and everything else. And um, you're more into American football now, aren't you, I think. Uh, but the fact that you still play this game you know and it still holds you your attention and that you know you, you're so addicted to it just shows what a special game it is really it's, it, you know it's fair to say isn't it Dave I think oh yeah I mean I've I had such the first time I booted it up on the phone I had such a big smile on my face because it took me back all those years to playing it on the spectrum uh, and I, I tweeted just I think it was the other week and I was literally cheering because with, in, with a cup win that I'd got and it, it still has that effect you know and sitting here as somebody that's going to be 53 later in the year ago yeah. 
you have got me like up off the couch cheering with this game because I won a cup game. Yeah. It's still, you know, it's still yeah. got that effect with you. It, it is. And again, going yeah. back to because I did um, not only I have like lost interest with real football, um, but, yeah. but the football manager games lost me because, like you said, they got they got far too complicated, and mm. it, it was it was like hard work in a way to play them. And I, I yes. and I did sort of yearn for the days of football manager when it was so much simpler so when they saw yeah. this on because um, i've got an android phone so when i saw it on the google play store i was just elated <laughs> absolutely elated yeah. with it yeah and that yeah that's very much part part of it and uh that it has that uh ease of play and it isn't hard work which uh which games other games have become that, that's true um if you keep adding features i to me, I mean, you, if you start going for realism rather than fun, you've got a problem. Yeah. You know, if you say, we've got to make this like reality, and the more you start trying to make it right, like reality, I mean, a lot of the, the things that people do in the job are quite dull, the detail, mm -hmm. and uh, not necessary. And if you notice, in a way, this is a minimalist design um, where it strips out everything that's not necessary, Yeah. Um, which I do, do deliberately. You know? So, yeah, it's, it's part of how it works, and and because it doesn't have all that, oh, you've got to do all the scouting and you've got to do this, this and this, you know, you've got to prepare all these things like you would if you were running a company or something. Um, it, it focuses on the bits that are most interesting and most fun. Yeah. And with that minimalism as well, it really, it sparks your imagination, which again has been lost yes. in gaming these days because I think yes. the generation now doesn't want to use their imagination. They want it all on the screen for them. Mm, Whereas yeah. again, I'm sat here, and I've, I've I've changed the name of the team, so it's the you know the local village where I live. So it's you know it's my team. So but and in my head, yeah. I'm sat on the sidelines there, and they're oh, and there's this new player that's just come yeah. up for the transfer market. So you know it's great. I think you get even more out of it using your imagination than you do when you know the the programmers put it on screen for you because you can take it in your own yeah. direction then, can't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I always think. I mean, it's the, the medium I'm using, but I, I'm not aiming to make it happen on the screen. I'm, I'm really aiming to make it happen in your head or mm -hmm. your heart, your emotions. And uh, that's what I'm trying to do. And, you know, I get involved in playing myself. You know, I mean, it's, <laughs> it's like, you know, I mean, I get emotional about the matches myself when I'm playing and I'm testing, uh, which is crazy. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, the, 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 the frustration. I mean, I guess a good example is, is the, you know, the, the way it's designed. It's designed to make the season length not too long so you know you get the excitement uh, and the challenge happening quite quickly yeah and uh things like that there are many elements but that, that's that's one of them and that you're never totally sure what's going to happen mm. oh no I was, reading, <laughs> well, I, was, I was reading your blog earlier on today and I was getting yeah. drawn into the, you know, you sort of like doing a running commentary as, as it's kind of like we're putting up some screenshots and I was getting so drawn into it as well. I was thinking, oh my God, this is, this is really cool. <laughs> yeah, well, when I was writing it, I mean, the, the, the blog, when I, oh, oh, you're talking about uh, recent stuff I've been posting. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's yeah. going back to sort of um, last year now, but yes, yes. Uh, the, yeah. the great great escape stuff that you were putting on there. Oh, yes, that's right. Yeah, that's all <laughs> deep one. I remember that one, yeah. Yeah, I do, though, do do that from time to time. In fact, to be fair, to be honest, I actually I have more that I'd like to, to, to post, but I just don't have the time. Um, you know, there, there, there's plenty. Um, for example, I want to do... 
uh, a video of the 3.1 highlights and capture the fact well some of the things that happen in that because one of the things uh, in the match highlights that I do is that there is an infinite variety of what can happen um, and some of the stuff is really cool uh, that you know you get the really slick moves at times and unexpected things and I you know because I've designed the, the players to have some intelligence in what they're doing they do stuff that I don't <laughs> I didn't expect and uh, you know it's it's, it's good um, but yeah they're, they're, I mean I have as a, also people you know uh, I've got to find it I have posted it the guy who wrote to me about his 200 seasons um, on level seven oh my and give a, gave a good description <laughs> gave a good description of the drama of I said that must have been tough and he said you know and then he described it and I thought yeah that's quite dramatic on, on level seven how he gradually worked his way up and then had a really tough season and got relegated and then battled for a couple of seasons got up, back up to the top league again got a championship then ha had a tough season following that and of course because it's on level seven it's right at the limits of difficulty it's hard to sustain success at that level oh, yeah. so it was uh, you know he was getting relegated as well so you know, back down again um but yeah, he played 200 seasons, so it kept his interest for that long. So he's still playing. <laughs> I feel such a wimp now playing on level four. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, I try not to make it sound like, you, oh, you've got to handle level seven. Let's come up with discussion. But uh, really, it's a case of, you know, it's as, in, as always intended, that it's a case of what gives you the kind of challenge you want. Yeah. Because um, if, you know, as we've discussed, you know, one of the nice things about the game, and it has these seven skill levels, which have quite a range of difficulty. Um, one of the nice things about the game is the amount of effort you have to put in is not so much. Mm -hmm. um, now, if you put up the difficulty, then the amount of time you have to spend pick, picking your team more carefully, the effort you might have to put in increases. But that might not be what you want. For some people, that might be just what they want. For other people, they say, no, I just I, I want a challenge. But I don't want to have to work so hard. To, so, uh, you know, I play on level five, for example. That's my comfortable level. Yeah. So even I know how it works. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I still can't. <laughs> but the, the, um, the uh, you know, but it, it's the, the levels are there for anybody to to set whatever that suits them. Yeah. And, you know, if they want to play on level one and win all the time, uh, that's fine. It's another good thing about it, though, because I've set myself these challenges. And once I've met these challenges, I'm going to go out, I'm going to yeah. start again. I'm going to up it a level and start again afresh yeah. and go through it and hit those challenges and move it up a level. So, again, it's just yeah. it's just adding, you know, to the longevity of the game, really. Yeah. And I added it's one actually one feature I added in related to this, because, uh, you know, you could play on level one and get yourself promoted, you know, make it easier for you to get promoted. Uh up to you know uh, the division one and then switch to level seven yeah that's one way of doing it so i had this kind of people competing in a way and so i added in the average skill level you play at which now is there in the uh the manager score scene mm -hmm. screen so you can see the average so to get the highest on that would be an average of seven in words, you played the whole game on level seven which is harder, of course, to get your promotions. Yeah. Um, therefore, now it shows up if you started on level one because your average gets lower. <laughs> well, that's just kind of slight. That's an addition that wasn't in the original game. Yeah. Just going back to the original game, and it and it's out, and it was such a big hit. It was such a big hit. 
what was the pressure for you then thinking, okay, I've had this, what next? What were you thinking then? Well, the biggest problem I had actually was probably more to do with the fact that it created a business. <laughs> and that business, you know, had, uh, you know, I mean, the, the, the growth was rapid from, um, you know, starting just selling by mail order, which was the most charming business <laughs> because, you know, you get, uh, you can put adverts in magazines and you can put a department code on as I used to do. And you know, which ad produced the sale. Uh, once you go retail, um, you don't. And, uh, there were loads of new magazines. So you're trying to work out, should I advertise in this new magazine, etc. Um, but it grew and, um, you know, it grew, in the UK and then started growing internationally as well. So we started to get international customers. There was always something going on. And then there was the problem of all the different computers as well, the fragmentation of the market. So uh, as you know, the, the football manager was originally, was was eventually on about 14 different formats, which mm -hmm. is part of it. There was a demand on everything. Yeah. So yeah, and, and what it did to me made it harder for me to continue writing. That was the, the bit that became a real challenge for me. I did manage to, later on to produce two other games, which was Software Star and President. Software Star was uh, was popular as well, um, just not as hugely popular as uh, Football Manager. Um, but uh, that was they were both tough to do because I was so busy with other tasks at the same time. Yeah. I remember buying Software Star uh, when it came out. I remember seeing the adverts for it and of course waiting for it because I love Football Manager so much and you know you'd become a name so it was waiting for the next game by Kevin Toms. So, yeah, that was another one I remember buying and, uh, and enjoying it. Um, yeah, it was actually a good game. And, uh, it was you know, good, I played yeah. It years ago on emulators, and actually I thought, oh, this is really fun, actually, uh, which considering the, the, the difficulties of actually putting it together um, was, was, was good. I was pleased with it. Uh, and people have asked me to rewrite it as well um, recently. So could I do that one again? Uh, and President, actually. Oh. Um, <laughs> probably inspired by Donald Trump. But <laughs> a whole new. Oh no, 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 no! It would be too much negative. <laughs> Couldn't handle that negativity. Um, but uh, you know, um, yeah, President, you were at war, um, and you know, it was all about oil and war and, and politics. So maybe it wasn't so far out. <laughs> No, with addictive games as well, addictive games um, and Silicon Joy as well. Yes. Released so many games. I mean, Grand Prix Manager, I played loads as well. But I, I have to admit, there was one game that I played even more than Football Manager, and it was released by Addictive Games. Uh, yeah. and, and Chris has said, I've been a huge NFL fan since 82. Uh, right. The amount of hours that myself and, and my friend Ike that I've talked about in the podcast in, uh, in the past put into head coach. Yeah. Yep. We put, ah, oh, I could, I could probably say thousands of hours into head coach. We was, and it, it rightly so that it was called addictive games because yep. damn, this was addictive. <laughs> yeah. Head coach. Yeah. That, that was a guy, uh, based in Liverpool, uh, who contacted me and said, inspired by football manager, I produced this. Would you be interested? And, and that's how that came about. And he had done a good job. Uh, yeah. And he did kind of produce a game that was along the same lines, but about American football. And it's yeah. crazy and as well. well. Yeah, because American football had only been shown in this country for four years at the time. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we were, we were very pleased to see that released, believe me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. A lot of people remember that. Yeah. Didn't you used to write your own um, like stats and stuff like that as well? Yeah, Dave, yeah. Keep... We used to sit with a book because, again, in those days, you know, memory, as you know, Kevin, was limited with the computers and nothing was saved. Yes. We yes. we got, and I think Ike has still got some actually. If if we can find them, I'll I'll tweet your photo, Kevin. We had we had notebooks full. We used to keep yes. the results of the games and even yeah. who scored. It was a ridiculous the the stats that we kept in all these notebooks. We'd just sit there, well, each with a pen and paper, playing the game. Well, I do understand that, and in fact, now you have reminded me <clears throat> when I did the the pack for the the first individual retailers that I said about. So in that pack was a, a cassette and also a record-keeping book as well for, for football manager. Wow. So I was aware already that that was something that people would like. Um, couldn't continue that when it was W.H. Smith. But, um, yeah, because at that time they only wanted to think cassettes. To, you, know, the, you know, the whole issue evolved over time of how much space you get for each game. Mm. At that time, they wanted the small cassettes. They didn't want a big package. Um, whereas later, you could put bigger boxes and things like that. Yeah. So, yeah, I did do that. Yeah, I remember the Amiga days where you had massive boxes filled with posters, <laughs> sometimes T-shirts and things like that. Or to get real estate on the uh, in the stores so people could see your, your game. Yes, yes. Do you... Uh, I mean, what are your sort of experiences of making the game now um, with iOS, Android, you know, and Windows, yeah, etc.? Actually Compa- on five formats, yeah, which is quite unusual. Um, yeah, yeah. So iOS, Android, Kindle Fire, Mac OS X, and Windows, and it's on all of them, and I maintain it on all of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's challenging, but also uh, it was fun to do, to, to get it on all those formats. Um, you know, I, I, it's, there's certainly the sales are dominated by our iOS and Android and the windows one was quite a pain. <laughs> <laughs> it took me months to get that one through. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, that, that is all, all the formats now. I'm not planning to do any more. Um, it's bad enough looking after five, but, but what I try and do is each release. So I've got 3.1 now, 3.1 is out on iOS and Mac. And I will, over the next, probably the next week, um, plan to release it on Android, um, Kindle Fire, and Windows as well. Excellent. So I keep them all lined up. Um, so whichever one you've got, it, it lines up. What was it like work, working on the original one with, with the memory restraints, which I'm presuming you don't... That was major. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a major issue. And in fact, I was only reminded recently that the ZX81... Uh, which would be entirely because of memory, had only eight teams in each division. That was all I could fit. Whoa. And I can remember another thing astonishingly is that the VIC-20 was one of the versions, no graphics. Um, there were only 22 columns for the text on the screen. <laughs> so you had 22 characters across the screen. Oh, it's not much. That's not much. Table. No. <laughs> so, yeah, there, was real, there were real memory limitations. And... Yeah, I mean, that was a major issue. There was no way that my game, obviously, even with the ZX81, the ZX81 was a 1K computer and you could get a 16K RAM pack. Well, my game would never, would only sell for the 16K. Fortunately, a lot of people would get the RAM pack. That's cool. Although it wasn't very good. It's crazy to think, though, isn't it? People then. 16K. Yeah, wow. Ooh, wow. <laughs> All that memory. Yeah, that's nothing. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the amount it takes now is so much more. But then, it, you know, everything has always grown accordingly. I mean, the, the tools we use are better and uh, you can do more with them. They're more powerful, the OpenGL built in and things like that. Mm-hmm. And of course, so, you, yeah. one thing you've got going as well that we've got to mention, uh, and of course, all the links, as always, will be on the website. Um, the book, the upcoming book. Yeah. Please tell us all about that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, basically, again, that was discussions. I, I was putting things up online, and one of the things I put up was a picture of the flat where in Milton Keynes, where both the ZX81 football manager, the very first one, and the Spectrum football manager were written. It was a tiny little one-bedroom flat in Milton Keynes, <laughs> in uh, Conneyborough, Milton Keynes. And I had a photo of it, and I put it up. And a lot of people were fascinated by that. And there have been other pieces I put up, like uh, pictures of the... ZX Microfair catalog uh, and, uh, you know, some of the other photos from that time and always generated a lot of interest and memories and and discussion. And I realized that what was also happening while I was doing this, I was putting the things up, was I was realizing how much I remembered and how much I I knew and the detail of it. Um, And I thought I really should write it up and write it in a book. Uh, And so I have created a uh, I'm working on the book and it's got an Indiegogo project. It's called The Origin of Football Manager. And it is about how the original Football Manager game was created and all, all aspects of how it came about and all the things that happened at the time. And as we've kind of discussed today, um, there was quite a few things that, that were unique at that time. It was a very uh, early time of, uh, of the games industry. So there was a lot happening that was very different. And, uh, you know, I experienced that and I can remember the details of that. Um, yeah, so I'm writing up the Origin of Football Manager book. It's an Indiegogo project. And I certainly uh, want to um, get more people to take part in the Indiegogo. And they get a, uh, they can purchase a signed copy of the book, um, which will um, then be launched in uh, the spring of this year. So, yeah. Excellent. I would really welcome people uh, to join up with that. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. Would you and uh, you I was just going to say, would you would you have thought all those years ago that not only would would Football Manager still have the life that it's got now? You know, we're here in twenty eighteen, uh, but and then you'd be you'd be writing a book all about your experience of doing it. You've you've still got people like myself and Chris getting in contact with you and wanting to chat yeah. with you. I mean, that must have been one of the furthest things from your mind that this this would it would still have such a huge life and probably get, getting even bigger with each passing year as well. Well, yeah, I mean, it's surprising. I, I guess I had a little cue to it because, you know, I've been um, still in the software industry, but writing commercial software and I've been a consultant, contractor, architect, done lots of things with different um different ways along the line and from time to time somebody say are you the guy that wrote football manager (laughs) (laughs) because of my name you know and uh, not the beard because i didn't have the beard but so you know and and they'll say you know something will tell them and and they'll ask and it it happens frequently it comes up and uh you know uh, online i was just had a presence there um facebook uh, and twitter and that was just ticking over, and people would contact me from time to time, find me, find I was still around. <laughs> and so, yeah, they were, that, that's the only cues, really. Um, but certainly having recreated the game 
and uh, that that uh, certainly made it uh, bigger. And I, I now feel I've got something I I need to do, basically, and uh, continue to this the, the game development. I think there's a lot of people who would really enjoy it, judging by how much people enjoy uh, the game itself. Yeah. Um, I think there's a lot of people that would like would like it a lot. And and, ju- and sometimes they, they find it in the way they react when they find it and they, and they comment about it. Um, I think there's a lot of people from that time who would love to play it again but don't know it exists. Yeah. So uh, that, that's, that's one thing. And I think also there's a lot of people that have a lot of affection for that time in the early 80s with yeah. the games industry. Yeah. Because... Yes, I I was there uh, writing a game, creating a game, launching it, and I was part of the formation of the games industry in the UK and what became a huge industry. Um, But also, the people who were buying the games at that time, they were in a very innovative time. They were doing something innovative as well, and they, you know, were taking part in it. And, uh, you know, it's like being at the birth of rock music or something, but it's the, it was the birth of the games industry. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, they were getting the new magazines and the new places where you could buy them and new experiences. So I think that's why the book will is, is, just, is attracting interest for people as well, because they want to read more of that inside story, uh, which will remind them of a lot of things uh, as well. So, yeah, it's, it's good. It's, think, it's something there that needs to be done, in a way. I, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. And there's such an appetite for, for you know, I mean, I, I consider myself quite lucky, actually, to sort of, like you said, being around at the sort of beginning of that, you know, and s- yeah. seeing it all sort of, you know, how it's developed and having uh, things that you'd never seen before and original ideas and original games. And, and then, you know, there's so much, I, I don't know like to call it retro, but that's, you know, kind of the best way to, to describe it. But there, there is such an appetite now for that, sort of era of, of video games and like you said uh, I mean it's had a, a fantastic response already the uh, the book on Indiegogo isn't it um, mm. and hopefully we can encourage more people to to back it and uh, yeah, that'd be great. and hear your story and and hear more about that time because yeah. it's it, it was a magical time you know like thinking about it and thinking back you know and I still play video games and I still love them but that to me was such an amazing time you know to to grow up playing those games you know yeah as, pr- yeah. as, as primitive and how they looked and as the, you know and it didn't matter like you said dave earlier on because you used imagination mm-hmm. uh, you know the arcade um conversions that you know you played in the in the arcades at the seaside and then you, you bought the the spectrum version at home it, it, although it looked a you know a million miles away from the arcade version it didn't matter because it was your imagination was you know thinking this is brilliant i'm playing that game in my home you know so and people love that you know that's why i love it you know so yeah sorry that wasn't a question i was just <laughs> reminiscing <laughs> i'd love to know i'd love to know as well because i said the amount of hours thanks to to you personally kevin and addictive games as well and the games made by other people that the thousands of hours are put into it a football manager aside, has any game really gripped you? Say it again, has what? Has any video game really got you addicted, apart from football manager, of course, and and had you playing for a long uh, time? There's not really other things that have got me addicted. I tend to like things that are straightforward to, to learn and play. Yeah. So I always enjoy. Um, but I just don't have the opportunity to play so much. I mean, I, I, I've known I've certainly met other 
developers of games who don't play as much as they work on them. Mm. Yeah. And, and it's not an uncommon thing. Um, but I had a type of game that I always used to like. It was, uh, but I, I won't, I, I, more recent things, I, I don't want to work so hard. I, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to spend hours learning how to play something. Yeah. I want to just play. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, that, that, that's, it's, uh, I'm not, you know, I, I was just thinking as you were talking about Pac-Man came to my mind because it's still so damn good, you know, yeah. and it's such a simple game. Yeah. Um, and I think that, um, that era, it was like, uh, I, I always, I, I think, I always think of an analogy to, uh, you know, they call it classic rock now. Um, you know, the bands like Deep Purple, uh, Led Zeppelin, Black Sabbath, uh, Pink Floyd, uh, the big ones. Yeah. Still, people love them. But at that time, when those guys were creating that music, they didn't have anything to reference. They were just doing it for the first time. Yeah. They got the, the amplifiers, the equipment for the first time, and they found new ways of creating the sound. And I think that that was what we were doing at the time as well we got these new tools these new home computers and we were working out how to make something with them yeah so yeah it was it was there was nothing there was no reference there was no there were no university courses <laughs> <laughs> there were no you know there was no industry creating people with skills to do it or anything like that um and i think that's you know and and the people playing were getting the benefit of that innovation as well and were following it, what, what what was happening so that's why i say that People playing the games were also uh, part of it in the way that they were supporting what was going on and getting involved. Yeah, you were yeah. pioneers, really, weren't you? I mean, like you, know, you said, making it up as you were kind of going along and learning from your mistakes. Yeah. And you know, yeah, I can only imagine how amazing it must have felt, like you said, to turn up at these fairs and have people sort of clamouring to buy your game, and and then having the yeah. big shops pl placing big orders. You know, it was yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I had to take advice when I went down to Smith's. Uh, I, I, I contacted a, a business advisor and, you know, one of these that's supplied by the government to give new businesses advice. And he said, um, I said, well, what do I do for discount? I mean, I said, I, the retailers at the time, they had asked for a 30% discount on the net of uh, VAT price. And uh, that's fine for retail shops, and that's not unusual. So it's directly supplying to them. But I said, they're going to want something else, like a wholesale discount. I said, what should I give? And uh, the guy said, well, I, I used to be work for Mars, the confectioner, he said. And uh, we would give anything between 50 and 70%, depending on the circumstances. And he said, you know, but your industry is new. He said, I've no idea what it should be. And I said, oh, thinking, oh, that's great help, but it does give me something to work <laughs> with. So I kind of made a thought in my own mind. I thought, well, obviously then if I get 50%, that's good. 70% would be bad. I'll aim for at least getting no more than 60% knocked off the price of the product. Yeah. And I went down to Smith's and I had the discussions with him and he said, I want to stock your game and, You've got to do the full color inlay. And it was obviously great. I mean, a great experience being introduced to the buyers, you know, the head office and things like that. Um, and uh, then at the end, uh, he was doing the final part. And he said, okay, I want uh, uh, 
2,000 units and I want 55% discount. Can you do that? <laughs> and I used my tough negotiation skills and I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I felt I'd been a super negotiator with that response. <laughs> but, you know, basically that set what he was saying at the time. Uh, that then became the established discount. So, I mean, I think probably he, he said it. Yeah. So, <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, Kevin, yeah. we we could sit here all night and talk to you, but I don't. I, I as, as well, I don't want to take all the stories that are going to be in the book because you know. Yeah, exactly. We we, we want people to buy the book. Got a few more. Though. Yeah, got a few more. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yeah, is is there is there anything else you you want to get out to the listeners before we wrap up? And of course, tell people where they can find and follow you online. And again, all these links will be on the website um, for anybody that. Yeah. That, to click on of course yeah you, you need to look for, i mean my my name is easiest way kevin toms on, on uh, facebook i have a page on facebook and uh, you can actually find me on facebook as well on twitter i'm at kevin toms so the i think it's uh, uh slash kevin toms games on facebook uh, at kevin toms on uh twitter for the game itself the easiest way to find it on the app stores is actually to look for my name because there's so many football manager right. named games yeah if you look for, I've called it Kevin Tom's football star manager. So my name's the easiest way to find it, yeah. Kevin Tom's. And the book is The Origin of uh, uh, Football Manager, and that's on Indiegogo. Well, that's brilliant. I can yeah, as well. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, like obviously everybody, go and go and Kevin Tom's book, the blog. That's the other thing I should have thought. Oh about. right. Yeah. Okay. I will add that one too. Um, yeah. Yep. Everybody buy the book. Buy buy the game as well. Even you know like like me that bought the original oh. as well. If even if you didn't play the original, buy this new one because it is very addictive and it is really really yeah. good. And it's better. Uh, you know, that's that's the interesting part. Oh. But it has the same addictive quality. I know yeah. those those damn highlights that get me so excited. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you, Kevin. It has been an absolute pleasure having a chat oh, with you. you. Yeah, it's yeah. it's brought back so many memories, and I'm I'm so glad that you're still in the business and producing games. And it, it's been fantastic to have a chat with you. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Well, I was very fortunate to be there at the beginning. I'm certainly enjoying this second time around very much. Very yeah. good. All right. Thank you, yeah. Kevin. Thank you. Thank you. Bye bye. Chris, have you? ever had an hour go by so quickly as that <laughs> that was i have to say um i with really quick you know i, I genuinely didn't know uh, how quickly the time had gone i was sort of, i was keeping an eye on the, the clock a little bit but then he kind of you know when you're talking to somebody you just kind of you, you lose track of it don't you oh, and yeah. it's i think that's the good sign of a sign of a good conversation when you you do lose track of time and um yeah great guests really yeah, enjoyable. Loved hearing the stories about the, you know, reminiscing about the the, the days, the, the the early days really of video games, the sort of the birth of the British video game industry, you know, and compared to what it it is now, uh, I loved hearing all of that stuff. Oh yeah, you know? and I, I, you were loving talking to Kevin about your early days playing um, Football Manager. You know, oh yeah, again, it's one of those instances of a bit like pinch yourself and can't really believe you know you, you go back to my youth and it's like football manager was such a big part of my youth at that time and playing it that was the game at the time I just put hours and hours into it and then again you know you think jump forward to 2018 and here we are chatting with Kevin it's something I never thought would happen you know it's crazy really isn't it 
Yeah, and it's uh, and such a nice guy, you know. Yeah, and, uh, had such a, a, an interesting career, and um, continues to still. It's like caught lightning in a bottle, really, with football manager, and can, like you said, continues to still um, have that passion for it and plays it himself, you know. And uh, that that like you know that what, what can you say? That's the an amazing sign uh, of a great game, you know, that you can play a game that you made yourself and still have fun with it. You know, you think you'd be sick of it after all these years, but that's that just says it all, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. I can't wait to hear uh, your thoughts on it once you've played it for a while. I really can't. Yeah, well, it, it's downloading now and um, it's on my phone, so I'm looking forward to, to giving it a go. And um, no doubt it'll drag me away from the, the Switch which I know you've become a proud owner of I know. Uh, recently. Yes, oh my word, um, yeah. <laughs> looking forward to hearing more about that in the next entertainment show at the end of uh, January. Oh, yeah? you will do, definitely, definitely more about that. We, I've, I've got your friend code. Oh, <laughs> are we Switch so friends your, now? I'm your Nintendo friend. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, like we said in the show, uh, we do encourage people, uh, you know, to, to support the people that we chat with, because uh, not, you know, not only do we, you know, do we talk to people that we love, obviously, and you know, we love what they do. Please support them. We've got the the Indiegogo, the, the links on the website uh, for the book. Buy the game again. I mean, it's not as if it's it's an expensive game either, really, at all. You know? No, no. I, I've just paid. It's three pounds fifty nine uh, on Android, which is, uh, you know, pint of beer, isn't it? Kind of, or uh, you know, just just over a pint of beer. It depends on what you have, I suppose, yeah. isn't it? So uh, there you go. Yeah, um, and I'm really looking forward to diving in and and checking it out. I mean, I've just been watching some of the videos, and I, I love the old school kind of uh, football highlights. Oh, the highlights are brilliant, was, yeah. <laughs> Kevin was talking about that he's just added. So, yeah, really looking forward to diving in. Are you going to be Wolverhampton, or are you going to call a team, like, your your town name, or how are you going to do it? Because I changed, I changed the team name to Chirk, so I manage Chirk, where I live. Yeah. So what are you, uh, what are you going to do? I think I might I might give it a go with Wolves actually. So, yeah. I mean they're doing pretty well at the moment. They're top of the the uh, championship at the minute. So I'll see if I can match their uh, yeah. you know current success. And probably what? not. I'll probably get them relegated. <laughs> what skill level as well? What skill level are you going to start? At? Well, I don't know. I mean, Kevin was talking about seven being the highest. Oh yeah. Uh, you're on four. Yeah. Is that right? I'm yeah, on so, four. Um, I don't know what I mean. I, I've no kind of references to three. I'll probably start. Two, three, three. I'll probably start on three just to yeah. see how it goes, and then uh, I mean, is it notably more difficult? Can you tell like like the difficulty? Three, uh, three's probably a really good one to start off on. I would say, okay. yeah, okay, yeah, because it's not it's not too easy. There's a you know a bit of a challenge there. Um, yeah. yeah, and you'll find out the way that it works. You you know the you just get offered one player. You you don't go searching through a big transfer list and all of this. You get one, so you've got to keep an eye out. On and remember, you know, are you after a defender or a midfielder or attacker, and what skill level are you after? And looking at their age, but they're the, they're the three main things: is this, you know, the the skill level, which is one to five, uh, and then you've got their age um, and and fitness. It's just keeping an eye on those, really. There's not mm -hmm. a lot to keep track mm -hmm. of, but there's just enough that it keeps you hooked all the time. <laughs> it's really mm. good. So, Fantastic. So, like we said, everything's going to be on the website, which. Everybody knows this by now. 60minuteswith.co.uk. 
contact us from on there if you want to send us an email or you can email us direct which is contact at 60minuteswith.co.uk we're on Twitter and Instagram and YouTube with your gaming videos there as well Chris yes yes mm. I'm really enjoying doing those it's kind of like um, like I said I'll comment on the, the latest video um, which is going to be cliffhanger Ooh. on the uh, on the mega CD um, so that will be available soon uh, well it probably is already available by the time you get to listen to this but uh, yeah I kind of I've ex- re- exchanged my Monday podcasting where I used to record the same coin with my now Monday video uh, review <laughs> and typing up uh, a little review for the website as well so yeah you know, keep yourself busy when yeah. you, you you become what, what's what, not, not widow what what what's the, the the equivalent of of what men are no uh when it, a widower not, widower yeah, yeah yes when you become a podcast widower <laughs> and you know that little section of your life has gone now so yeah more like i said my plan is to do one every week um this for this year and there's there's no sign to stop in at the moment so yeah it'd be nice check out the youtube channel uh i mean you know like i said i'm not expecting millions and millions of hits and views and whatever i'm doing it more for, for my own enjoyment as as with everything with the, pod, the podcast and website you know it's great that people enjoy it and then check it all out but i'm doing it more so for my enjoyment rather than you know, thinking, oh, I've got a huge audience of people mm. or whatever. Do you know what I mean? I've got to get loads of people <laughs> on board. So, yeah, I think it makes all the difference just doing something that you love. And if other people like it, fair enough. And if they don't, well, you're still doing something that you love. So, yeah, there's plenty of other things that people can get into. If they don't like it, then there you go. Mm. Right. We'll disappear because you've got some uh, football managering to do now, then. Yes. <laughs> it had, it's just installed. Oh, there and, we go uh, then. I expect some updates via WhatsApp over the next few days. Good timing. Yeah. There you go. Right. Well, thanks for Kevin. Thanks to Kevin for joining us. Thanks to everybody for listening to us. Uh, thanks to you, mate, for joining us in this one. It was My a pleasure. Great chat. Great chat. And we'll be back together. Uh, it'll be the entertainment show for January, won't it? Yes, sometime at the end of this month. Um, again, that's another little thing I want to. I'd like to do a, a regular monthly show now, so um, they're more frequent and uh, not as long as the Christmas one, um, <laughs> the huge mega one. So yeah, it's just a little bit easier for people to, to digest in one go rather than taking us all in hole. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going with that. Uh, yeah, you could go down. A, I was going to say you could go down a, a dark hole with that, but that's <laughs> that's taking the dark hole a bit deeper, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> there will also be. Uh, I did tweet about it today. We're being sent so much music, it's crazy. So uh, because I've said on the shows, the sound check them out shows are really easy to do. Don't take me long, and I do want to keep up to date with the bands that are sending us music. So there's going to be. It's going to be a few more of those this month, definitely, so people can keep updated with those because there's some there's some really good stuff being sent to us. So, yeah, thank you to, to, to everybody that's sending us the music as well. Mm, mm. Fantastic. Right, off you go. Put on your... Uh, are, you, are you a tracksuit manager or a suit and tie manager? Mm, no, I probably... I, I, do still, I do still play football. Uh, so, and I'm one of these people that does... I'm quite vocal. I don't shout at people, but I do shout encouragement. I don't, you know, I'm not one of these that uh, that sort of like is, oh, that was a shit pass or whatever. But um, 
yeah, with the with the the, the dig, digital versions, I probably will be saying, "Come on, you fuckers!" <laughs> well, like I said, like I said in the in the chat with Kevin, mate, it's had me cheering out loud. So be prepared. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Just be prepared. All right. Okay. Thanks to everybody for listening, and we'll be back soon. So, bye from me. Bye bye. Oh, I, yeah, oh, genuinely, thank, thank you. you. That that was so enjoyable. That hour, I, I looked at the clock and I thought, surely that's not the time. <laughs> it just <laughs> flew by. Absolutely flew by. Good, good. Uh, yeah, there was a there was a point just towards the end um, where you I lost your sound altogether. Okay. Uh, so I was saying I can't hear you or something like that, but it kind of came back. But it uh, seems from the way you carried on that it didn't happen to you. So I don't know. Maybe you didn't just didn't hear anything from me for that uh, few. It was about three or four minutes. That's all. Um, oh wow! Okay. And I was getting bits of what you were saying, and then you asked me a question, and I I heard enough to answer the question, so uh, it was okay. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But it, maybe it's come out fine on your recording. So that's yeah, okay. I'll double check yeah. when I put it together tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, thank you. Uh, that that's brilliant. Um, I am going to go now and buy your game on my um, Android device, and because wow. um, I must admit, I I don't tend to play many football games. It's going to sound sacrilege to you since I've just spoken to you for an hour. But uh, <laughs> I, I I mean, the games I used to play when I was uh, a kid was Kick Off Two on the Amiga. I love that. And uh, yeah. then when the player manager like that came, it was basically Kick Off Two, but with a, a football management sim. But that wasn't. Yeah. It kind of. Dino Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, that kind uh, of... I met him in the Netherlands, yeah. Oh, really? Wow, yeah. okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's great that the, you know, he um, brought out another a version of Kickoff, uh, was it last year or the year before? Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, that, that came to PlayStation 4, and obviously, you know, Jeff Minter's still around making games, you know, so there's still lots of people from that era yeah. making games, aren't they, you know? But, um, but yeah, yeah I, I went I, to... Uh, I met uh, Jeff at Play Expo, and uh, it's good to see him still going, still still talking about sheep. <laughs> yes, he does. Yeah. You know? And uh, I, I, I uh, was, uh, I follow him on Twitter, and he always does morning sheep time. Uh, <laughs> where he shows a, a video of um, him feeding the sheep, and uh, it's like every day. And <laughs> and uh, he is one of those on Twitter who does things like in the hurry in the curry house now and things like this. You yes. Know? Um, yeah. I was just going to say, I, I always about to, curries. Yeah. Yeah, I tend to try and uh, you know like say something about what I'm doing, not just you know having a cup of coffee. You know, uh, but <laughs> there's two different ways of doing Twitter in a way. Um, but he said something the other day, and I can't remember what it was. And uh, he said, you know, that he saw it as camels or something, and, I, and it was unrelated. And I, I, I was. I sent a, a message to him and I said, have you thought of having, uh, you know, I basically responded and I said, have you thought of having th- uh, some analysis done? You know, you've got a problem here. Everything you see is like a camel <laughs> sheep. And then I immediately retracted it with the next statement. Say, no, 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 don't, don't. I would miss morning sheep time. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> if you stopped, you know, if you like got picked up, I wouldn't uh, have that morning sheep time popping up. So yeah. <laughs> but no, the, the, what I was going to say is that like like that you said earlier on, they always just seem too complicated for me. Like football management yes. games. So like Championship Manager back in the day, my friends always played that, and then obviously yeah. went on to become a football manager, whatever. And so yeah. but from what you've described it as, and Dave, obviously, you know, you're my sort of litmus test on this is that um, it's just like I could just literally get into it, and oh, yeah. I don't have to, you know, yeah. just. So yep, that that, that would be my no, next it's, thing. No, uh, it's it's very straightforward to play. It's, it's the gameplay is essentially the same, but I've enhanced the you know particularly the match highlights, but other parts too. But it's essentially the same, so it has the same ease of play, which is, you know, and I totally understand what you said you're saying because well, I mean, with the, the other football manager, it's so odd. <laughs> they they bought the name, uh, not from me, by the way. Um, they they um, that is a game that's based on a vast database. Yeah. And it's all stats. And uh, I do uh, the way I describe it is I do algorithms, not stats, and uh, I don't do database. And uh, um, so, yeah, I, I don't rely on lots and lots of detailed numbers. And uh, and if there's too many numbers, um, like on the screen, you know, like if you've got ten attributes for a player, I mean, I don't think any human brain can handle that. Yeah. And it's it's boring. It's it's like dealing with statistics. And, yeah. and if you've got to go through scouting and then load of friendlies and you know and you've got to do all this building you've got to do just to get started uh that's that's just you know not what i would want to do and yeah i am thinking about uh evolving the game and looking at that very closely about you know like doing something that's not based on the original yeah um but i'm also really really careful that i won't go down that route yeah yeah i would because it's not my style but uh there's some things i'd like to do but uh, I, you know, I, I certainly don't want to start adding loads of, you know, what's the price of pies type thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people describe those like football managers, like the, the latest ones, as they're not games; they're spreadsheets. And I, yes. I, I, that's kind of yes. what puts I've me off that them. Before. Yeah, know. yeah. But, I mean, that's uh, the thing; it's a job. That's a job. Yeah, yeah. you know, that's like doing a job, isn't it? I go yeah. do my spreadsheet, and yeah, I mean, but I think underneath it probably is. That's essentially what it is, uh, you know, but yeah, no, I would never, never do a thing. So you will, in, I, I guarantee you will be surprised and it's actually fun. And uh, it is an evolution from the original game, but it has the simplicity. I think you get into it. Yeah, everybody else seems to be. Well, I am typing in my password now to my Google Play account, and I'm I'm actually yeah. I'm going to post a picture on Twitter, and so uh, but there you go. But no, thank you so much. I've really enjoyed, especially you know hearing about the 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 good old days as I like to call them. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's awesome. Yeah.